Welcome to Adventist Voices Spectrum's podcast. I'm Alexander Carpenter. This week I talk with Edson Oda, the Japanese-Brazilian director of the new film, Nine Days, which will be in theaters starting July 30th. This film made a big splash at Sundance, got picked up for distribution, and I'm really glad because it's a film unlike most. It um, is a film for people who like to think about what they see and also think about what they believe. Just so you have a sense of the plot, I don't want to give anything away, in this uh, a man played by the great Winston Duke. You may remember him from the Black Panther films in his role as M'Baku. Interviews five unborn souls to determine which one will be given life on earth. Yes, you might be thinking that this has something to do with spirituality, maybe even the doctrine of the state of the dead. It goes beyond that and really interrogates our assumptions about humanity, race, masculinity, femininity, how we can form meaningful relationships, and what existence allows us to do. I uh, don't want to give much more away about the film, but you should know that it also stars Zasi Beats, you may remember from the Joker film, Benedict Wong, Bill Skarsgård, and Tony Hale, who uh, has such a great character to play in the Arrested Development series. So I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on the film and also on this conversation that I have with Edson, who turns out to be an incredible conversationalist and someone who is clearly thinking a lot about the art he makes. Yes, I knew Sister White. We will not fear. Hey, Edson, I'm Alex. Oh, hi, Alex. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. And more importantly, thank you for creating such a nuanced and beautiful film. Oh, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Do you mind if I just jump in with a big spirituality question? 100%. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I, 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 among many things that I really appreciated about the film... Uh, I, I really like how you borrow uh, metaphors of the otherworldly and spirituality to explore mm. human existence and mm. kind of meaningful relationships. Do you mind just talking about uh, how you, so much about, you know, spirituality is very ambiguous and so much about religion is almost too concrete for artists. Mm. Uh, how did you go about kind of choosing um, the, the, the kind of metaphors that you wanted to work with? Yeah, that, that's a great question. Uh, it, it, it's interesting because uh, as you can see, it's not like a, 
it's not like a, it, it is a religious movie, but it's interesting because you can uh, people who are religious they, they they watch it and they can you know uh, give their own interpretations and their own meanings like to it. So it, it, while I was doing it, I, I have a back my background like uh, I was uh, raised Catholic and my mom and my, my grandma they're they're very Catholic and uh, and for me it was like uh, after you know I, I grew older. It was interesting because then I started just like uh, trying to figure out like my own interpretations and my own, you know, answers in my own connection with like uh, this more spiritual side of, of, of my, myself. So it, it, it was interesting just so I think everything that I do, I think I, I can I bring a little bit of my own, you know, interpretation of things. And uh, but yeah, when, when it was making Nine Days, um, as you can see, there's a lot of spirituality. But uh, it, it's interesting because uh, it's it, what I what I kind of want from people who watch it. It's just no matter you know what they believe in, no matter you know how they see the world. I want them, but them all to just like uh, see it, watch it, and somehow put you know fill the gaps with their own you know uh, experiences, their own beliefs, and, uh, and and enjoy it, and uh, you know uh, uh, see in the way they want to see it. So I think that's. That's where I'm coming from with this piece. Well, you said enjoy it, and I certainly did. Um, talking Thank about you. filling the gaps, you uh, leave lots of space for a sort of con- contemplative viewing experience. Do you mind mm-hmm. just talking a little bit about um, the this, this, the choices you made around the space the space, the sort of austere, um, I don't know if the right word is wasteland, there's desert, there's mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. Um, a lot uh, where the eye can, can move around and the mind can and mm-hmm. sort of make mm-hmm. its own connections. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell, do you mind yeah. talking about that process? Oh, that's great. No, I agree that you, you kind of noticed that because uh, 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 I, think, I think this gaps and this empty space is everywhere in the movie, you know? Um, and I feel like uh, in, in, in um, every time, like I, you know, I meet some kind of, I see some kind of, you know, art that really, you know, resonates with me. It's when the not all the answers or all or all the information is there, you know. So somehow I, as the audience, you know, or watcher, I, I need to complete that, you know, piece in front of me. So somehow I try to bring this concept to the movie in a way that. I, uh, you know, in terms of uh, the visuals, you know, when you see, you, you can just like, you, you, you can see like some wide shots, you can see like some landscapes, you can see some, some things that is not, it's not all the information is there. You, you also need to, you know, take a, a step forward to just complete it and to be part of it. So, uh, it, 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 you know, it, it's, it's what happens to like the visuals. It's also in terms of uh, the explanations that give to the world. It's not like everything is explicit in the in the movie, but you kind of have to imagine things like what's his, what's Will's uh, backstory and what's uh, what happened in this war because I give some of a you know the main elements of it, but uh, but uh, but I want I really want to invite the audience to just uh, you know fill the gaps as uh, as as we were talking about. Yeah, um, you. Uh, have a Brazilian Japanese background and um, mm-hmm. I teach um, some film classes and one of my best students ever is from mm-hmm. Brazil 
came to the U.S. Oh. and then went back to Brazil and just made the most lyrical uh, films. And I'm just uh, curious, uh, what are the ways that you know your own uh, heritage has influenced your own filmmaking, or are there things that you really treasure about uh, how you grew up? Oh, that's so cool that you, you had like this uh, experience in Brazil and that experience was able to make a a, a, a great movie. And uh, yeah, um, it, I think it influenced me influenced a lot because um, there's something about being a foreigner, you know, that I think there's something about being a foreigner that uh, I, I think I heard someone telling me that immigrants are artists, mm. you know, they they bring their own perspective to a new place and they have their own, you know, uh, 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 unique experiences. Not that, you know, if you're not a foreigner, don't have unique experience, but you're kind of bringing a, a different perspective on the, the, the world you're, you know, you arrive, uh, arriving in. And so I think when I, even like being like a, a Japanese, somehow the Japanese is standing this, uh, you know, Brazilian world, I think it has some kind of a, 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 a different perspective from the people around me. And also, and then when I, as a Brazilian, Japanese Brazilian, I came to, you know, the West, I think it also gave me some kind of, a, you know, a uniqueness. Not, not that, you know, I was more or less unique than other people, but I think there's something different in the way that I would see the world around me, you know, but um, uh, being a foreigner. So, uh, yeah, I think this, this, this combination of different cultures, uh, everything that I went through, you know, uh, uh, the way I was raised, and uh, things I saw, it just uh, helped, you know, for me to just uh, find my voice and, 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 and try to be like uh, somehow, uh, um, you know, have something that's specific to me. Well, I hope you feel welcome wherever you go because you're really bringing mm. a, a rich uh, perspective to what it means to be human. Oh, thank you. Um, do you, can you talk a little bit about what you like to um, read and and you know what kind of influenced you in in thinking through the ideas in this uh, mm -hmm. great story? Yeah, you know, uh, I, I like to. Interesting. I like some kind of like, when I read, I like, you know, this kind of high concept, you know, stories like, you know, Kafka, you know, like things like trial mm -hmm. or, um, uh, you know, uh, it, it's interesting because there's some kind of this thing of it is in, inside this process, like Will is in, in, in this process as well. Right. So, um, I like Murakami, you know, uh, yeah. I, I love the uh, book that he wrote. It's called, uh, it's not the most popular book that he wrote, but it's a colorless to cruel mm. that there's a man in the, He's in trapped in this kind of environment in the circumstances that he's into, you know. And then uh, I, I love uh, was that Saramago, uh, and he, he's a Portuguese writer. And one of his books is Blindness, when everyone around him, uh, everyone around this woman goes blind except her. So the the whole world is blind, and she's the only one who can see. And uh, yeah, there's something about books that I read that it kind of creates this kind of a uh, you know, a uh, social dilemma somehow in the world that we are trapped into it, uh, that really, you know, uh, resonates in me. And, and then, yeah, in terms of movies, I'm all over the place. You know, <laughs> I, I like everything that somehow, you know, from when I was a kid, I really loved like Back to the Future. And then you know, I started getting older. I just like was crazy about the Matrix. And then I got into like movies more philosophical, like, you know, Seven Seal. And then, uh, you know, like uh, Rashomon from oh, yeah. Kurosawa. 
and then movies like you know Paul Thomas Anderson, you know, I love his work, like a Punch Drunk Love is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, and then in Magnolia as well, and then I have like some mixed like Spike Jones, Michelle Gondry, you know, Stand of Sunshine, Spot is Mine, and then you know Adaptation, Her, uh, and yeah, Coriander uh, with with his, uh, his his movie like that. Um, After Life is kind of a sequel of Nine Days that came before Nine Days, and. Uh, and then I, I love the, the other movies, which is like Father Like Son. But the, yeah, I, I could say, I could just keep talking for <laughs> the rest of the day about them. Yeah. That's great. It sounds like you really mm-hmm. care about films. There was parts of it, uh, just the the sort of journey reminded me a little bit of Jim Jarmusch's Dead Man and, and the use of landscape. Oh, but, Jim Jarmusch. Uh, yeah, wow. He's so fun. Oh. Um, you know, if one thing I like to do is hear how you describe the story um, versus my um, impression of just the narrative part or how other, you know, people writing about it. When you, you know, you hear, I, you know, you've gone on this process of having this idea and then explaining it to people, uh, which can, mm. can be fun or miserable depending on it. Mm. How do you, mm-hmm. how did you describe the story itself? Uh, you mean when when it was teaching something like that, or yeah, when when you said, or, "Hey, I have this idea for a film. Uh, it's this guy uh, who's uh, going to be played uh, by Winston yeah. Duke," and uh, you know, how do you describe I, I, it? I think like it, it's interesting because when I was teaching, I, I'm terrible at teaching. You know, <laughs> I, I consider myself not good because it feels like my ideas are kind of you know uh, sometimes they're all over the place, especially when you like for example this this movie. You know, it's just like. Uh, there's so many ideas inside the same movie and it's hard just to, it, it, sometimes it was just teaching and feel like, oh, I, I think I'm sounding silly, you know? <laughs> so sometimes I just, I prefer like, uh, I, I feel like, oh, I think I just need to write it and I give, you know, the, the, the hundred pages, you know, to people and people read it and they have their, you know, they, 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 uh, they figure out how they feel about it. Uh, I'm really I'm kind of bad in just like synthesizing and, and say like, oh, this movie is about this or that. And uh, with the plot and all the stuff. So uh, with Nine Days, I kind of uh, wrote it. And then I started approaching people after I wrote it. Um, and then they just like, I gave the script. And they said, okay, I, I like it. I don't like it. <laughs> kind of like that. Uh, but then at some point, we, we need to just like pitch. And then, I, yeah, then most likely it was just like talking about, you know, the main, lo- the premise, you know, of uh, someone who's just interviewing souls to see who he would choose. But, uh, yeah, if I, if I can't, I, I, I prefer just to write the script and then just give to people. It's, it's a lot of work, but somehow it's less painful at some, yeah, some point, you know. Wow. I like how you say that. It's a lot of work, but it's less painful. Um, something I'll, yeah. I'll pass that uh, bit of wisdom on to some of my students. You- yeah, because it, it, it's funny, because people can discourage you from doing something, you know. And, uh, but they don't know exactly what's inside your head. And it's interesting because I need just to put out, you know, and then if I hear someone saying like, it's not possible, at least I did it, you know, so I could, it was, it was there. So uh, I think I need it, you know, do it before people would say like, you can't do it. It's impossible. You know? So, yeah. Mm, that's great. You know, this among many things, it, it has some really sensitive and even uh let's say genre breaking mm. um uh 
encapsulations of or depictions of masculinity and femininity. And I really mm-hmm. liked mm-hmm. the ways that you kind of pushed us beyond assumptions, uh, stereotypes around race and gender mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. uh, people of different genders relate to each other. I don't want to mm-hmm. spoil anything for folks who are going to go out and mm-hmm. watch this, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on how you w- were working through thinking about your mm-hmm. uh, characters and the way that they would connect mm-hmm. or disconnect. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, it, they say that because somehow it, 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 it would, of course, to be taken in consideration, you know, everything, you know, race and, uh, you know, gender, but at the same time you, you, you should be able to see them uh, as human beings who share something that, you know, very similar to one another, no matter how they look like, you know, or no matter what, how, where they come from and everything. So it was, it was very important that they're, of course, they are very different. They look different. They act differently, but uh, in the core, they're kind of, uh, they're the same, you know? So, and, 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 uh, and, and it felt like, uh, 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 that that was kind of how you see that uh, uh, what and what connects us all. I think it's more like our humanity, or emotion, uh, or uh, ability to you know uh, 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 make choices to do good or to do things that are not that good. You know, so so then I start. Of course, uh, first you know there's a lot you know about who people are and their own like uh, things that are specific to them. But then later I think it just starts. We, we just start just appealing them, you know, as like, uh, you know, suits or anything and just you know, see what's in the core and who they are as human beings and how they connect to one another. So, yeah, I think that's, that was my thought, like in this whole process with, uh, with it. And, and when you were um, directing your actors, what sort of things were important for you to, what sort of cues were you giving them or, or, mm-hmm. um, ways that they could embody the the kind of idea that you had for um who they were mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i think mostly you know uh most of the things usually the script does a lot of work yeah in the sense that you give the script and then they, they interpret with their like the same thing they was talking about like filling the gaps and stuff like you know trying to you know you, you see your your interpretation it's a lot is about you know, I I, I, I spent like a, uh, some years writing the screenplay and they put everything that was inside my head in the in screenplay. And then after that was just like my job at some point was just like a stay out of the way a little bit and then let them, you know, uh, read it and see how they, you know, uh, felt about it. And then later, uh, it's a lot about the conversation, you know, we have about the characters and uh, we, we know, I think mostly like it's just, who is Will? And then I, I had conversations, for example, with Winston when we tried to figure out like well, what place he's in that now and how it can uh, make, help Winston use some things that he, you know, went through or going through or part of him as a human being, you know, to uh, use them, those emotions in order to play that character, be closer to that character. But it mostly is, yeah, it's giving information about them and then later, on set is more about giving adjustments. And then the adjustments can be even like, just more like technical, you know, in terms of speed and things of, you know, uh, 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 but uh, usually then 
overall intention and who the characters are and everything, it, it's already built, I think, uh, even before we start shooting. And then later, we kind of uh, start figuring out together, you know. We kind of understand together. And then you have conversations, this sort of stuff. But it's, it's interesting because it can be pretty philosophical. At the same time, you know, you, you're just feeling it as you do, I guess. Well, you assembled an incredibly talented cast, so mm-hmm. I'm sure it was a, a joy to be working with them and, and seeing. Oh what, yeah, it was what, amazing, what unbelievable. Yeah, brought to their roles. You know, I it, I feel like your work stands, and and I hope everyone listening to this goes out to their local independent uh, theater and watches this. I've seen uh, trailers for this for a while at my local one, so mm-hmm. hopefully as okay. it releases uh, nationwide, it will. Um, yeah, uh, where are you, Dave? I I live in Northern California, so um, oh, cool. yeah, you will be yeah release August sixth, right? I think there. Yeah. I yep. The the question that I th- sometimes don't like how it's asked, but I really want to ask you is, what do you have mm-hmm. going on next? And I don't like <laughs> that because it puts pressure on artists and you should, you know, just bask in the glory of, of having completed such a beautiful project. But I'm really curious, honestly, about what sort mm-hmm. of ideas you're playing around with. So that's yeah, maybe a better yeah. way of, of, of finding out what you're thinking about for for the future. Yeah, I think, as I said, I'm not ready, you know, to pitch anything, you know, in terms of uh, this is the idea or anything, because I'm more like the person who writes it yeah, and just like start sharing from that. But I can say that uh, what I'm working on now is like, uh, it's kind of my second, you know, uh, nine days in some sort of ways. It's just like I'm trying to make something that also feels, you know, um, personal and feels, you know, um, very intimate and, and, and feels me, you know, like uh, that, uh, Something that I feel like, oh, this is something that I need to, you know, put out there. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a lot of work. But uh, and I, I've been working since the, the, the beginning of the pandemic, you know. Uh, but it's still writing and, and, and trying to make it work. But uh, that's that that that's what I'm working on. Something that I can write and direct and, and feel like, okay, this is this is something that feels personal to me. Mm, great. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing um, oh, cool, what yeah, you do you. next. Um, wrapping up here, I guess I want to turn back to this, the sort of mood of the film and this idea of, of helping people think about souls and what's the essence of the human. Mm -hmm. And I would just like to hear uh, you describe what you think, uh, as you've sort of searched the meaning in what it means to be human and connect and disconnect, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, live and mm-hmm. die. How do you describe this um, in words versus, say, pictures? Um, interesting. Uh, yeah, that's a very ambitious question, actually, <laughs> because it's, <laughs> it's kind of almost like the meaning of what, what is, is it to be human, you know? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of bits to do with choice, you know? And um, it's interesting because, like, different from, you know, other animals, you know, human beings are able to, you know, make choices, but also not, like, make a choice, like, you know, like dogs or cats, like, oh, I'm going to eat or not eat. But it, there's there's a the sense of uh, choice and consequences. And, uh, and, and there's more, like, elaborate thoughts about it. So I think it's... It, it, we have the choice. We, we 
have the free will, you know, to do whatever you want and, and know what that will be, you know, the consequence, what that would mean, you know, somehow. So I think that that's such a, um, uh, a, a, a unbelievable power you have, you know, and responsibility too. So that's one of the things um, that I, that I, I, I can think of when I think about this. Uh, does that answer your question? Or is that yeah, not, not a, is that? that's great. I, I love, <laughs> so I, you know, I think the idea of free will is, is so, you know, free will and determinism and what we do with whatever little bandwidth of, of actions that we're able to take in some sense and then understand yeah. our, our both, what you know to use yeah. your word it, consequences, but also and I think and I think there's something yeah there's something interesting about the free will because it's easy to judge people for what they whatever they do with the free will you know um, but uh, I think sometimes it's hard to <clears throat> accept free will of people to do what they you know wanted to do and 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 maybe maybe they're less judgmental to to you know what they choose to do I don't know or maybe even for us to just be less judgmental against what we we do or like doing or you know we, we yeah so there's something interesting about that too yeah i think religion so often um has created so many rules for people that uh that mm -hmm. judgment mm -hmm. uh, we sort of take on these judgmental yeah. roles and and you know yeah. the larger you know the state government is really concerned yeah. with policing yeah. behavior yeah. No. Yeah, not only religion, right? I think all every you know one or even institutions, yeah, they 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 tend to do that at some sort. Of, even even like no social media, if you do, some, someone will judge you, and there's kind of collective group or yeah, and religion too, you know. But yeah, it's kind of a it's interesting. It's, it, one thing, yeah, one thing of humanity is free will, and the other thing is just the 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 the, the willing to judge. It's just kind of a two things are so different from one another but so they're so like uh, part of our existence right I don't know if the dog judge another dog for doing something that they think is bad or anything but <laughs> yeah. yeah you, we as human beings kind of like doing that I don't know it's, it's so weird yeah we have this freedom we have, they have all this uh, you know power in their hands but we and we would judge when someone you know uh, do something to do with that power yeah it's very interesting yeah, you get that in in the film because of the way that there's sort of um, voyeurism is not really the the right word as as it's normally understood, but you have a lot of viewing and trying to judge or understand, and we do that with our you know our social media. And in fact, we're all sort of yep. we're all sort of gods in a way, judging each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. through what yeah. we see on Facebook and Instagram, yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's right. Yeah. It's interesting. Well, sounds like we could just uh, solve all the philosophical problems in the world here. Um, <laughs> but I, I know that yeah. you're a busy uh, man and I really appreciate you taking the time to talk about no, thank you. your thank you. film. I appreciate it. Yeah, it was lovely talking to you. Yeah. It's a really interesting conversation it just like made me think more about you know things well good you've uh, you gave me a great film that provoked a lot of thoughts so. oh, thank you thank you appreciate it man. it's a nice appreciate exchange 
Well, thanks, and I guess I'll I'll uh, say goodbye and let you uh, get on to the next project. Cool. Thank you. Man. Yes, I knew Sister White. We will not fear.